Welcome to the Gone Trippin' Podcast. I'm Ren. And I'm Ashley. And we're your hosts for today's podcast. Expect some tangents. You're along for the ride as we interview valued people in the travel industry. From photographers to vagabonds and everything in between. Let us help you make every trip an adventure. Reading the road signs, gone trippin'. One playlist at a time. Gone trippin', odometer's tickin'. My Mountain Dew and Rebel sippin'. I'm a road warrior on a mission You won't find me just sitting home wishing Cause I am gone tripping Today's episode is brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors Father's Day is just around the corner And Academy Sports and Outdoors is a great place to find Hunting gear, athletic gear, fishing gear, hiking gear Even stuff for grilling outside so head on over to gontrippinpodcast.com, follow our link to Academy Sports and Outdoors, and fill your shopping cart for your loved one to get you something special for this Father's Day, just like I did. Hint, hint, Ashley. It's that time. Drink of the day. Because every road trip starts with a drink. Before we talk about our own drink of the day, we have to talk about some important drink of the day news. There's news. Every now and then we ask our listeners via Instagram or Facebook on somewhere on our social media about suggestions for drink of the day. Okay. And sometimes they're really hard to find suggestions and sometimes it's stuff we don't want to try like kombucha. Yeah. Sometimes people send it to us. That's true. Sometimes they do send it. <laughs> but don't send us kombucha. I don't know. I think I've tried it You can before. send us other drinks though. <laughs> Non-alcoholic yes. people. Road yes. trips we don't drink and drive. Yes. Um, but... A lot of times things that have come up is Mountain Dews come up. Do the do. Which is why this is an important announcement. They just came out with an ad where they have a label for every state on their Mountain Dew. 50 of them. Cans, yes. Wow. And if you collect all 50 by scanning it into like the app or online or wherever it is, they will send you $100. Anybody. So it's not like first come, first serve. Everybody no, if needs. you collect all 50, it's within like certain dates. It's like from now until like August 3rd or something. They have it on their website. If you look on their website, I will put it in the show oh, wow. notes for those who want to know. But then I was thinking like $100 for just drinking Mountain Dew. I'm like, that's awesome. Serious. But here's the thing is I calculated it out. And if you could buy just 50, because it's going to be like the Monopoly game that, you know, yeah. Albertsons and Safeway does where you got to like actually hit up multiple stores at multiple different locations to be able to get different um, tickets to actually win something. So you, if you just bought 50 though, with an average of like a dollar fifty per bottle, that's Which seventy-five dollars. Which is on the cheap side. <laughs> and it's on the cheap side, but that's seventy-five dollars right there. So if you were not a Mountain Dew drinker and you went and had to spend the money, I was trying to guesstimate how much money you would spend just to be able to get the hundred dollars back. So that's where you dumpster dive then, right? You think so? Well, no, because if you're scanning it, they've got to have some code to track if it's already been like scanned or not. Because it's not like you and a friend can both be scanning the same thing. But I don't think everybody's doing it. So if you just go to uh, the gas station and start going through the trash. I don't think we should recommend that at all. (laughs) I don't know anybody who should recommend that. But I do think, I do think that if you were an avid Mountain Dew drinker, that this is like. A bitch is a giant bonus. You're going to get $100 this summer. Well, I know. And they've recommended us to like try specific Mountain Dew flavors. So I'm letting those Mountain Dew drinkers know. Start collecting. It goes until August. You have to scan it into the app. And then that way you don't have to keep the bottles around. You can do it at any time. And it will keep track for you which states that you've you've found and which states you still haven't done. I wonder if that would be achievable for us on our road trip. 
Well, here's the problem is neither you nor I really love Mountain Dew. I know. So let's move on to our drink of the day today, which is not Mountain Dew. Although that would have been brilliant for me to have tied it in. Well, we did a Mountain Dew. We did Mountain Dew ice uh, way back towards the beginning of this. But I'm actually excited about today's drink of the day. Today's Nesbitt's. Nesbitt's of California. Do you know Toy Story really well? Uh, No, I don't think I've seen um, any of the Toy Stories all the way through. Are you kidding me? Nope. Toy Story 1 is like the best movie ever. Uh, okay. I, I I never got into it. Okay. I, you know, I, well, just, I just couldn't. Let's wait. We got to talk about Mrs. Nesbitt and Toy Story though. Okay. Because there's a part where Buzz Lightyear gets all depressed about his life. And so he's in the sister's room with the stuffed animals having a tea party. And I really hope that there are other people who know this part of the movie because you're staring at me like I'm crazy. But she had renamed all the animals and so Buzz Lightyear's news name was Mrs. Nesbitt and he had like an apron on and everything and a little hat mm. on his on his astronaut helmet and that was after the drink I don't know if it was after the drink or oh, not okay. but the I, drink is Nesbitt <laughs> he was Mrs. Nesbitt and Toy Story 4 is coming out somebody tell me I'm not crazy but keep going what flavor do we have today well today is Nesbitt's a California peach flavored soda it's sweetened with cane sugar as always and uh, it looks very tasty Ooh. It's a pretty pink. Yeah, it is. Look, you even got pink glasses for us. Mmm. Peachy. I can taste the fuzziness of the peach. It really is very accurate peach tasting, but it it's is. not my favorite. Not your favorite? I mean, your favorite peach or your favorite drink? It's not my favorite drink because you can even smell the peach flavoring. Yeah. So as I'm drinking and I'm smelling peach and I'm tasting peach, it's a little too much to drink for. <laughs> it's a very sweet soda. I don't. I think I would. I think I'd get tired. Like I don't know if I could drink a whole one by myself. I don't think I could either. Because it is very sweet. So give it a try, Mrs. Nesbitt's. Yeah, not, you can see picture of not that. Mrs. Nesbitt's. You got me. <laughs> Nesbitt's of California, peach soda. We're gonna watch Toy Story one again with the kids. Well, and you Toy Story see, four came out. And I it looked Mrs. pretty touching. Nesbitt. So no, it hasn't come out yet. The trailer for it has come out. Oh, I thought it came out in June. But if you're gonna go see it, maybe you could go get a Nesbitt's soda. Yeah, even though it's not in the movie, just the name Nesbitt is. <laughs> Let's get our guest. No, you have to watch this show. I will watch this because show. Because he's like freaking out and he's having an identity crisis and he's like, I'm now Mrs. I think I remember. Nesbitt. I think I remember when he's wearing a uh, apron. Right, with a little hat on top of his helmet. Yeah, I think I remember that scene. You, you are the knower of the most random trivia. How do you not know about Buzz and Mrs. Nesbitt? Well, I, I remember seeing the whole thing like that like as my mind, but I never really got into the Toy Story deal like everybody else did. I was... I was out here. So I've not seen any of them all the way through. I think I've seen parts of one and parts of two. I don't think I even touched three. And Number um, three will make you cry. I hear number four is going to make you cry, according to Tom Hanks and uh, Tim Allen. So, Well, moving on from small toy movies, let's go on and talk about some giant stuff with our guest. Let's do it. We love all things travel and not always the really popular touristy things we love the random side what would you call them like side of the road attractions yeah photo ops yes um. photo ops <laughs> well we've got an awesome guest today we have robin from giant big stuff who actually has you stop at a whole bunch of road stops and everything else with giant 
what do you call it? Things? How do I even explain this? What, <laughs> giant, what did you say you do, well, Robin? Giant big stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? yeah, it's pretty encapsulating. Um, yes, I mean, I, I try to, I, I come across these giant things or I search them out and uh, I've, uh, I guess, developed a, a, an Instagram just for that. Um, and so it's one of my side hobbies. I love to travel. And that's one of the offshoots of, of traveling as I try to find these giant items along the way. I think it's one of the things that is, um, well, easy to find because they're, they're everywhere. I spent some time in Iowa and when I was realizing I was going out there, I did some research on stuff and every small town had the biggest something. So Strawberry Point, Iowa has mm-hmm. the, has the largest strawberry uh, in the world. And it's just a giant strawberry, um, on a, on like downtown main street on some building. Um, Ryan, Iowa, which is like population 39, has a 30-foot umpire statue that is the largest umpire statue in the world. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and, they're, and they have I one little league field. you <laughs> haven't brought up Kansas yet and the biggest oh, ball of twine. Well. Have you it, been there? <laughs> not, I've been to, well, Kansas City or Missouri or it's, Kansas it's, no, it's actually It's actually in, oh, man. I think it's in the state of Kansas had, in a small town. It is, and it's I, I know the name of it. We tried to stop by once, and it didn't fit into our road trip at the time. Cocker City, Kansas. Yes, you're right. Okay. Yeah, and there's actually a dispute because I believe it's Michigan or Wisconsin, one of those two, um, that they also claim they have the largest ball of twine, but apparently... There's just a standstill ball of twine where the one in Kansas, you can actually add to it while you visit. Oh, so nice. how did you start this? Because even looking at your Instagram, like we noticed that you were at the longer burger basket building and that's in, that's in the Midwest Ohio. too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, a couple of things. I, I didn't intend on being a giant collector of sorts. It just happened to be that I love to travel and I'll take pictures of just cool things or unique things or as you had mentioned before roadside attractions and as i was looking through pictures i noticed a theme of giant items and from there i started seeking them out uh so before i travel to a certain location i'll try to plan to visit you know said you know here's a you know what was the most recent one for me uh the giant dart in sacramento was uh, I, I just that one i stumbled across i like to travel around town i, I go through different parts and and I, I just happened to come across that. I, I didn't see it on any website or, but so I, I stumble across a lot of these things along the way, but other ones I, I try to seek out and search out. That's awesome. We, uh, we came out, uh, in what, July, 2017, um, to DC. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was really excited about it, this. It was our honeymoon ish. Um, and kind of, yeah. And we were out here also looking for houses uh, and we spent some time in D.C. and we spent a day in D.C. Well, D.C., Baltimore area. We spent for a couple of days, but you surprised me with our well, first our first trip uh, on the, on the subway was just trust me, I'm taking you somewhere. Um, oh, and, wait, 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 wait. I got to interject with okay. this story because he likes random things too. Like he's definitely one who sees something. What do you call a monument in the cornfield? He's gonna pull the over. photo op. Yeah, the photo <laughs> op. He's gonna he's gonna stop taking a picture. So I had found something online and I thought. Ren's going to love this. I'm going to take him to it. I'm not going to tell him. And Ren hates it when I do that. He wants me to tell him he can't handle it when I'm like, oh, just, just trust me. <laughs> well, because we just like different stuff. And so I didn't want to be stuck. You know, every time it's like, where do you want to go to eat? Panera bread. Uh, I don't want to go to Panera bread. Always. <laughs> yeah. I really like bread. But so I took him on the DC subway and 
again, I only, I'm really good with maps and directions, but it's not like you know anything about the neighborhoods when you're looking at a map. (laughs) So we get off the subway and Ren starts to kind of be like, are you sure you know where you're going? Oh, (laughs) we came came up out of the subway and there was a dude going off and we walked (laughs) down, what, three quarters of a mile. Yeah, it wasn't a terribly far walk. To what was a giant rocking chair. In D.C. In the middle of like downtown like. There's a name for it and I can't remember yeah, what it is. Have it, you heard of it? I have not. Okay. We, we actually in that we'll three quarters. In of, yeah, the show notes. Uh, uh, within going from the subway to three quarter mile walk to it. Um, there we, was we saw uh, we witnessed a hit and run. Well, a, a hit and run wreck, wreck. Yeah. Not, no people were involved R- right. unless they, they were in the car. Yeah, they just yeah. slant all of a sudden smack right in the back and then they drive off. Yeah. And then, um, and then we came back to the subway, there was like 12 cops there with that guy that was going off <laughs> and, uh, checking, uh, checking him out, making sure everything was okay. But, uh, and you, yeah. And it's also in a neighborhood <laughs> where you can't really get across the street to get like a really good picture of the chair. Yeah. Because you don't want to cross the street after you went and rent car accident. Exactly. So that's where I guess, how far would you go for something like the first photo off? So you, have you gone to some pretty sketchy areas? Well, uh, a couple years ago, I, I, I see where I'm supposed to go to see, for example, I went, I was in, uh, I was, where was I? I was in Columbus and I was going toward Cincinnati. Okay. And I just had the coordinates to see these giant books at the Cincinnati Library. Unbeknownst to me that I was going through the sketchiest part of town. <laughs> um, parked my car. I was fearful about my, you know, well-being. But, you know, so sometimes I just see the end point, but don't realize that there are, you know, not the, you know I, I, I keep on noticing that I, I go through some sketchy towns a lot along the way. Yeah. Um, there are other times where I just, for the sake of finding something unique, for example, um, where is it? Uh, blue something. Uh, the the Jolly Green Giant. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in where is that? Is it Iowa? Um, it was two hours away from anywhere. Well, there's nothing around it for two hours. <laughs> two hours of a drive, but it was one of those things where I figured I'd never be in that town again. Right. And I'd never be that close again. And so, I, I recall this vividly because I woke up at four o'clock in the morning um, to get there. Took the pictures at six o'clock at the dawn of daylight. Took the pictures, uh, set up my tripod. Took the pictures, drove back the other two hours in time to drop off the car, so I wasn't going to extend past the rental car rental time. So, but it was everything was, but I so it was a four plus hour trip just to be, to take a picture with the Jolly Green Giant. Yeah, and there was nothing else. You sound so, like my kind of guy. Do you take a tripod with you, or who are you dragging along with you to take the pictures with you in them? Well, sometimes our wife uh, okay. will be there. She's the, you know, the my Instagram girlfriend, you know, Instagram <laughs> wife. Yeah. Boyfriend, the, my wife who does that. Yeah. But the majority of the time, it's sometimes by myself. And so, uh, because it's just far flung locations and yeah. just weird spots. And, and sometimes I, I'll, I'll ask someone to take a picture for me and it's blurry. It's not, the composition isn't that great. The angle isn't that great. So I end up doing it, redoing it myself anyway. So yeah. a lot of times I'll, I'll do it uh, with a tripod where I, I have an hour to make sure the picture is done right. And I'll go through 100 pictures to hopefully find that perfect picture. So a lot of times, at least I had that time where I'm not bothering my wife or other people to get the right shot. So I, I, I find it a lot easier doing that. And now with, uh, with a Bluetooth control, 
now I could do it and I could start pressing the button without having to go back and forth. Yeah. Resetting. I used to, I had to do the 10 second. Use the, uh, yeah. The, the 10 second <laughs> timer. And by the time I got there, like, boom, it's like, yeah. oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. So ever since I got this Bluetooth control, it makes things a lot easier. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I was going to say, that's one of the things that we're really, I'm really impressed about when I go through your Instagram and stuff, because a lot of times when we see Instagram feeds that have like a specific theme to them, it's not necessarily always their pictures, but yours is all your pictures and you're in like 99% of them, which I think is fantastic because sometimes I feel like it's easier to take the picture and oh, not yeah. be in it than to be in it. So I feel like if you're not in the picture, most of the time. Well, you can't prove it to you. Yeah. Who's to say that it's really you, you visited it. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> I'm torn. I, I'm a little bit torn about that. Um, i once again, most of them I have seen or, or I, my a friend or buddy who's, who's been there. Yeah. Um, but in the same sense, it's one where I, I've been fortunate that I have a lot of these pictures and I still have, you know, a lot more ready to, ready to go. Yeah. But there will be that point where I've run out and, <laughs> and, and you won't, I try to keep it basically like a post a week or so just to, yeah. to keep it fresh. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, there will be that point where I've tapped out of my inventory of giant things, <laughs> uh, you know, and so, so, so part of me wants to, you know, because I know that there are other Instagram, you know, sites, which also has other giant things. Um, and I'm also a big fans of theirs too. And also I figured that people will get tired of looking at like, who's this guy? Like, go, <laughs> you know, I kind of like you know pictures without this guy in there, you know. So I'm always torn when it comes to that. So I try to make the picture hopefully amusing, you know, as well. I like the my wife liked the the one with the dart or the baseball bat where I'm being squished, you know. Yeah. She actually gave me she gave me that idea. So you know, props to her for that creativity. Well, I'm I to make it interesting when I can. I noticed uh, for the National Hamburger Day, you, you did a hamburger one today, um, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. I was gonna say, if you're looking, if you like giant food items, <laughs> Ren um, has a list. Yeah, I anything can, food related, Ren has a list. <laughs> there's a giant burger in Idaho that uh, you put it up to your face. It, it's, it's huge. It's a pound burger, so it's oh, a size. It's, oh, it's a real burger. Yeah. When you said it's a giant burger, I assumed it was like a no, giant statue burger. His is a statue burger, the one that he right. had. But you're talking. I'm talking about the uh, Big Judd yes. in uh, Idaho. That so, is a legit burger you can eat. That is giant. Yeah, it's Thank giant. Very nice. <laughs> it's bigger than your head. So. <laughs> yeah, so, for example, that one I just happened to stumble across that it was National Hamburger Day, and I go, I've got some hamburger pictures, and so, yeah. <laughs> so that one was probably taken ten years ago when I was in uh, in uh, uh, Vancouver, okay, um, Canada, and. I was looking to see if there was any, if it's still, if it's still around, because I was wondering, is this still a, an exhibit there? And I couldn't find any recent pictures, so I'm not sure if it's there anymore. Oh wow! Oh how funny! Yeah. I never even thought about that, but that's yeah. true. There's lots of statues that either move location around, or what's the one in San Francisco with a sailor dipping the girl? You know that big statue? Uh, it's actually in San Diego. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's. At the, I've been there, the so I should know there. better. Yeah. Um, the one in San Diego, and I read, um, and I went there in 2008, 2009. Yeah. And then years later, it's still there, but I read an article about it, and it was supposed to be just like a three-month or like a nine-month exhibit, but people liked it so much that they like oh, had to rally to get it to stay. Yeah, that's that's a really cool one. There's a couple of the, uh, that one. The I went to it uh, last year, the, the one that you're just referring to. There's yeah. another one in the Midwest, um, the same statue. Um, for example, the Marilyn Monroe one, which was originally in Chicago, yes. moved to Palm Springs, and I think they're moving it. Oh, it's, really? It's supposed to come back to Palm Springs, I think. That's one which I missed out on, where I figured, I, oh, I'll come back to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I actually got a picture with that one when it was in Chicago, 
uh, back in 2000, uh, I guess when 12, um, yeah, that was a fun one to definitely get a picture of. Yeah. And, and then it's the iconic, you know, her dress is blown up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, then, and there's that other statue. What is it? The love statue, the giant red one with the O kind of sideways. That yeah. one I know moves around a lot too. Yeah. I think there's a duplicate of that one. There are um, quite a few of that one. I mean, yeah, I think there's one in Philly. I think the original, original one in Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I've seen it scattered throughout the country on that one. Yeah. yeah, I think they've I think they've duplicated it. The uh, one you had on there that not a lot of people know about, but it totally brought back childhood memories for me, is the Radio Flyer wagon slide in Spokane, Washington. Um, and uh, my sister, uh, when I was like, and moved to Spokane, Washington. So we went to go visit her and she took it. That was the first thing she took us to was the radio flyer uh, slide. Don't Check. you have any pictures as an adult there? Yes. Um, I actually about five years ago, we went back and uh, you went back on the slide. Yeah. And with my dad, my 72 year old dad so, <laughs> or 70 year old dad and I uh, went down the slide with them. But uh, yeah, it, it wasn't as big. The second time uh, th- when you were when I was older, uh, as it was when I was a kid. I remember <laughs> as a kid. I got pictures of when I was a kid going down it, you know, on the third thirty-five millimeter <laughs> film. But uh, but yeah, that that one is pretty cool, and uh, I think a lot of people go to Spokane don't even know, realize it's there. But uh, I'm, I'm fortunate that I go there every year because, well, mostly every year because my volleyball team. Plays. Okay. Typically, we play that tournament, which is right next door to the convention center. Okay. So I get to see that. I, I get my team to pose in front of the the radio flyer. Um, about a mile or two away was uh, a giant uh, English style phone booth, which I stumbled across. Oh, really? Going to a movie across town, and it's like that's a giant, you know, British phone booth. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, so, so a lot of times, I I come across these things just by chance. That's that's pretty awesome. I want to hear what the requirements are to get on the Instagram. Yeah, right. What are the requirements? Oh, well, just well, I, bigger I than asked, normal. Uh, yeah. How big a, does a couple, does it have to be to be big? I have a couple of different. Uh, first, I, I love to travel and I love to taking silly pictures all the time. Yeah. But I, I don't put it on this feed because someone had told me like, hey, just stick it, stick stick with just that one theme, you know, and that's where. I, I changed my Instagram handle and to the giant big stuff. So it's just all just giant things. Mm-hmm. But I, I put a lot of goofy pictures continually throughout my Facebook. And and um, I, I've been thinking about just doing a fun travel pics yeah. separate so that I don't intermix the two. But, uh, you know, so I have a lot of, you know, just goofy stuff all the time. But th- for this one, it's just a giant items. Okay, gotcha. What's your favorite giant item that you've visited so far? my favorite um you know probably the baseball bat um the louisville slugger in uh, louisville uh, i had i had seen it i was, I was um, afraid you're gonna say in uh, you know like boston <laughs> yeah <laughs> the louisville slugger so in boston yeah. <laughs> so yeah so i came across i i had known about it and i didn't think i'd ever go into louisville uh because you know i like all i do in louisville and and long behold i had a convention i had to go to and so it's like oh great you know i'm able to finally see the louisville slugger and so i was excited about that have you been able to find big things and get pictures of big things in every state or are you still missing a few states? Well, you know, for example, um, I love traveling to Hawaii, but there's not per se a giant item that's out there. Um, I liked out where there was a, um, a fairly big Hawaiian touristy uh, store, which had a giant uh, Hawaiian shirt. So I was fortunate to see that before they closed down. 
but there are some locations where there just isn't any giant item. And so, so um, you know, but again, I don't always, I also look for just goofy stuff too, or just unique architecture or funky statues or, you know, again, roadside oddities or roadside attractions. So if I don't find a giant item, you know, like, oh, you know, so be it. Yeah. And so I try to find other things along the way. Have you visited all 50 states? I have not. not um, okay. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of states in the South I haven't been to and the Midwest that I haven't been to. Okay. There's a town out here that I saw on the map when we were looking at, uh, when we were moving out here and I was like, oh my goodness, we got to go there because I thought for sure they would have a giant statue, but it's called Flintstone, Maryland. And it's a tiny town of like a hundred people. We have talked about this on the podcast before. I know we have talked about it on the podcast, but we're talking about large things. I was expecting to see a large Fred Flintstone with Dino in the back car right there in downtown Flintstone and they had nothing. I was very disappointed. Spoiler alert. There is nothing in Flintstone, Maryland. <laughs> nothing at all. You know, they, they had a, and I haven't included this in my thing because it was cardboard. So I don't know if to include it or not, but um, by the Grand Canyon, there was a um, Flintstone theme park of sorts. Oh, really? But I think they just closed down this past year. Um, and I went to a picture with, you know, with the giant Fred Flintstone. I haven't put it on my gram, but, um, but that was, uh, you know, Flintstone related, which was kind of like stumbled across it on the way to the Grand Canyon. You mentioned that you kind of wander and that you look for these things as you travel, but how are you traveling? Are you traveling for pleasure and you're kind of incorporating this in, or is this all stuff for work and you're trying to see if there's anything close by that you can kind of squeeze in or how do you manage to be able to travel and be able to kind of keep up the big stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I used to be in sales. Uh, I used to be working in uh, uh, advertising sales. And so when I visit a client or go to a territory, um, I try to book my appointments, say, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I'd have the rest of the weekend before I had to fly back home. And so I'd have that open weekend to, to sightsee. Um, so I do that a lot. Um, but in the same sense, uh, just for me as a traveler, um, I, I'd like to take advantage of things. So for example, I may be in a town for a volleyball tournament with my team, um, but in between, uh, I'll try to do as much as I can. Um, you know, for example, um, you, you think about the, the Ferris Bueller movie of doing so many things in the span of a short time period. Right. So I like to do as much as possible. So, you know, my my families or my players or my co- other coaches, they see my Facebook of like, while they were in a bar just hanging out for the last three hours, this is what like where where'd you disappear to and then they start seeing all the different locations so i try to max myself so for example the the radio flyer that you mentioned in spokane so we play in a convention right next door but on that trip i went off and saw the, a giant milk bottle and the uh the uh, giant british uh, phone booth you know and that was within an hour where i quickly set up the, the phone on the parking lot or the top of the car took a picture and within about an hour came back and got that done and got to see some things before I had to, you know, coach the next day or team dinner or whatnot. <laughs> so I try to maximize as much available time. I'll take away from sleep because I figure I could sleep on a, fl- on a flight back. I could, right. you know, catch up on that later. But or my Jolly Green Giant story where I woke up at four o'clock in the morning to get <laughs> I'll do all this. I come back. My roommate's just waking up at eight o'clock in the morning. And I here I am finished returning the car, did my four hour trip, going back into the room. And he's going and he's just starting to wake up so so I, I do all these things in between everything else as much as i can 
I like that because a lot of times when people that travel a lot, they talk to me and things, you know, it's like, oh, well, did you go to this place or were you able to eat here? And it's always like I saw the airport and I saw the hotel room. And and sometimes <laughs> like you just that's it. And your trips are booked in such a way that that really is all you see. But I like that you try and plan it with a weekend so that you've got like a day or two to go explore and that you do kind of cram those things in there. I think that's important to, you know, kind of keep in mind that. If you want to explore, you do have to get up at 4 a.m. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we do have three questions to ask you, our three gone tripping questions. And our first one is, where is your favorite place that you've ever traveled to? Favorite place? Well, I, I, my wife and I love going to Hawaii. So that's where our, that's our um, kind of go-to location each year. A specific year. island? Uh, or do you switch off on, go to a different island every time? Well, we used to, we used to travel into uh, Oahu which is the busiest uh, of the islands. And then we would, when, when airfare was cheaper, it used to be that we could island hop. So we'd go to one island, check everything out, and then fly back the next day. So it would make like a day trip out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've been to each of the islands. And so now it's, we like going to Oahu just because we have our favorite restaurants or favorite um, thrift stores to look through. We, you know, we have, So we, we like going there because it's very comfortable. So we, we enjoy going there. So that's our, our go-to trip location each year. Second question is, what is the place that you haven't traveled to yet, but it's on your list? You, you, that's like, hey, I got five grand sitting here, pulling, burning a hole in my pocket. Where are you going? The state of Minnesota, um, Canada, as well as Australia have a lots, a ton of giant things. There's a ton of giant items. And I've been to Minnesota, like towards Minneapolis uh, and around that surrounding area, but I've only gone maybe two hours in a circumference around Minneapolis um, to see other items. It would take me to go five hours. And so that's, that's a whole day yeah. to go yeah. from one part of Minnesota to the other end where I could see a lot of items and there's tons of them, um, but it would take the whole day. And so I, 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 you know, that's something which I wouldn't mind doing to see and tons of stuff in Canada, a, a bunch of stuff in, in Australia. I have counterparts who are similar fanatics in terms of giant stuff. Um, who are in, out in Australia, and so they post out a, a ton of things over there, and so I'd love to see that on the giant side of things. Right. Um, on the personal travel, um, you know, I, I'd still like to, I, I haven't explored Europe enough, um, and so I'd love to go back. And my personal favorite question, what is your biggest travel fail? Where things have not gone as expected, or things just didn't go right, or things went awful, we want to hear about it. Or you went it. and the giant thing was actually gone removed. it was demolished the day before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that happens actually more frequently than not uh it's it's uh, you know a, a sculpture um you know for example um you know my i grabbed grabbed my wife and went to check out a sculpture in downtown la we saw that someone had just posted something just two or three days before and we get there and apparently the installation was gone a week ago and so that unfortunately happens a lot or um you know i'm looking at an old outdated website and i get to a museum and to see something and it's no longer being exhibited there so that that happens uh quite often where but you know i think nowadays um both um, museums or whatnot are updating um their sites their social media so they're they're more current and so that that happens uh, more and more infrequently so it doesn't happen too often anymore so, but in the past where, you know, before the advent of the internet and whatnot, yeah. um, you'd be looking through a tourist guidebook and 
expecting to see something and it's like, where is it? You know? And so, um, but now you're also, you're not as surprised when it's um, less forthcoming. So um, I've heard about the mermaid on the stone thing in Copenhagen or Denmark or something, something like that. Yeah. And I heard it, it's incredibly small and it's nothing, you know, it's like really tiny. It's like a very like, Oh, that's it. Kind of, yeah. kind of a, you know, reaction. Um, Mount Rushmore is one of those things, which is, I want to see, I've been told that it's not as grandiose and big as, you know, it looks like. That's my favorite place. (laughs) Okay. So I was in uh, Denver last month. I looked at the, you know, is there a way to get to Sioux City or, you know, and to this Rapid City Airport? Is there a way we could do this, you know? But we have, you know, so we were trying to see if we could do it. But, you know, it's like, ah, you know, we'll do that for another time. They're definitely bigger. The heads on the Mount Rushmore are bigger than the actual heads of the president's. For sure. So they, I think they would qualify as giant. No, so I fell in love with South Dakota. And so I've been to Mount Rushmore twice. And every time I've gone, I wish that I just had more time to explore there. Because there's all these different areas and like little pockets like there's a zip line place next to it and like a little zoo next to it and there's like a cute little downtown in sioux city well it, you go but there it, you realize why they do sturgis there every year like there, oh, there's a beautiful. reason it's black beautiful hills place. are gorgeous and um and i i think that the heads are awe-inspiring but you're actually the second person i i saw recently that said that they were a little disappointed in it so i'm not quite sure like how big to be big <laughs> needs to be like grandiose but we also went to what's the indian one that's next to um south dakota that's oh, next to the crazy horse yeah the crazy horse memorial and that one i felt was disappointing so maybe that was i went to another one and i i wasn't a big fan of that one as much like you can't get really close to it it's not all the way finished. might have been disappointing it's, because it costs more to get it into costs than a, like four mount times rushmore. as much than mount rushmore um but yeah so if you ever go to mount rushmore i want to hear if you, what you thought about it when you come back because i do Absolutely. i do love it <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's one where it's it's been on the list for a long time and so it's a location which i certainly want to go to uh, you ever in the boise idaho area i was um when i was in spokane i i, I went really quickly into idaho Okay. And then took a couple of quick pictures. Um, there was a, a hundred year old tree that was made into a little library. Okay. Um, so I, I went to see that really quick. Uh, I have a post that'll come out in a, in a couple of weeks on Father's Day where I saw a giant feather. Okay. Uh, say, giant, you know, happy Feathers Day, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> my upcoming post, you know, on Father's Day. Yeah. Um, but that's the, as far into Idaho okay. that I got to. There, there, there is another one up there that's a, it's a, a, giant boat but it's a building but it's shaped like an actual like popeye the sailor man boat in boise Uh, no this is in up in north idaho but in boise um they just uh decommissioned the giant idaho potato that's been going around the country on a giant semi truck and turned it to an airbnb in the middle of a potato field i did see that yeah so i I would add that to your list for sure (laughs) so yeah there's a um a beagle dog house. Yes. Out there in Pennsylvania the dog bark park in Cottonwood. That's uh, probably about three or so hours from Spokane. Didn't your sister stay there? But yeah, my, my sister, uh, <laughs> my sister, uh, she's three years older than me. She's had us like six kids and we were heading up there that same time when I went back and, um, went down the slide, the radio flyer slide. Uh, and I, we called and she's like, yeah, we're going to drive up there and we're going to go, you know, most people will go into Oregon and then up uh, when they're going from Boise to Spokane. Um, and then the less 
safe way just because it's a bunch of winding roads is uh you know back roads is up the spine of idaho and they she said we're gonna do that and take our time and we'll meet everybody else there um and anyway i said well you should stay at the in cottonwood at the dog bark park and she's like what and i said the dog bark park is this giant dog bed and breakfast and she's like that sounds so stupid and she pulls it up as I, I didn't know she was on the computer. She pulls it up and she goes, oh, my goodness, this actually looks pretty cool and it's affordable. And so she called and booked it. And uh, the best thing ever was uh, I was already up there in Spokane and they pull up and her kids jump out of the car. We stayed inside of a dog. And it was the coolest, <laughs> coolest part of their trip for sure. You earned some cool points as yeah. an uncle. Yeah. But uh, yeah, giant beagle. <laughs> yeah, that um, I sure recall. I think it was like four hours away, and it's like, oh, yeah. like, can I make this? You know, and it's like, oh, I, I don't have that much time. You know, so yeah, one of and these it's on times. My list as well. One of these times for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little Absolutely. piece of your giant big stuff that you get to see. You can check out his Instagram at giant big stuff. Thank you guys for reaching out. I appreciate it. Thank you. I am gone tripping. Don't forget to visit the website for show notes at gontrippinpodcast.com and tag us with your favorite travel and adventure pictures on Instagram using the hashtag gontrippin or at gontrippinpodcast. Subscribe on any of your favorite podcast listening apps and make every trip an adventure. Gontrippin, my wagoneer and I, gontrippin, reading the road signs, gontrippin, one playlist at a time, gontrippin, odometer's ticking, my mountain I'm a road warrior on a mission You won't find me just sitting home wishing Cause I, I am gone